Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Friday, 11.35, that means Tech Talk. Brought to you by our good friends at Hamilton Limousine. Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing is here. You can set up there. Yeah, I've got... We're on Facebook. I'm running out of... Uh, yeah, I'm live on Facebook. I'm, 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 on, I'm on Facebook Corporate, pa- Facebook Adam Oldfield. I'm on uh, Adam... I, I, I've got them all set up. Yeah, I've got all broadcast lines are open. So, yeah, we're all live and, and, and operational for, for all of the fans that wish to connect and... I guess if you want to see us and discuss uh, discuss tech talk through Facebook, well, you, you get, can now you do get that, feedback right? on this on your website, right? Yeah, I get lots of feedback. In fact, you know, I I always say this: uh, if you guys, anyone listening or anyone's watching right now, if uh, you know, it's hard to respond. I always find it funny when we do the show on Facebook. Uh, I know when they're listening, they're obviously just you know listening in the background. I find it interesting that people will comment uh, on Facebook asking questions or commenting. I feel bad, so I just want to be uh, for the record. I do see them. It's just we're right in the middle of discussing tech items, so but. But if you have a question about tech, I'm happy to uh, send them to fpm3.com. Just go to the website, uh, send me a note. I will get a hold of uh, any questions you have. And if it's related to tech or any kind of industry, you know what? I, we'll, uh, we'll respond to them. I'll, I'll talk about them on the show. This is uh, very timely. Yesterday I was, uh, I was walking the dogs Yep. Uh, in the park uh, up in Ancaster and uh, – Talking to my son, but then we got talking about you know this is great for the dogs and it's, right. well you know how great I mean do they burn calories I mean <laughs> and and now I said I, I look at your sheet from this morning and yeah. I said my little summary this up. this essentially is a Fitbit for dogs it is it is a Fitbit are you kidding me uh, yeah it's called Waggit and you know what. It, I think it's it's great. It gives probably every pet owner the best guilt trip ever. Because you know we got I got smart watches. You got the Apple Watch, and even your wa- your phone, your smartphone. You're walking around with it. it it's tracking your steps. It's oh yeah, keeping yeah. The monitor and uh, you know and, and Apple and Samsung. They're all really getting into it. Well, what about your pet? You know, like you think you take it for a walk. Is that really going to well, adequately? You, uh, here's exercise? the debate, and because yep. every dog owner gets this debate. Okay, did you walk the dogs? No, nah, no, nah, but they ran in the yard. That's enough exercise for them. Yeah. Now we can track it and you say, no, track. it's not enough exercise. And it's pretty intense. It, it, it It's called Waggit. Like I said, it's a Fitbit. I mean, I'm p- paraphrasing what it is, but it's a Fitbit for dogs and it tracks exactly how much exercise your dog is getting, how many steps it takes. It actually tracks its temperature. It tracks its heart rate. Uh, it gives you a little bit of a breathing rate. You know, when it's panting, is it, it, you know, you may look at it and go, oh, Fluffy's panting a little heavy. Well, you know what? Maybe, maybe Fluffy might be having a heart attack. You're pushing it a little hard. So this actually will keep a very good record and what I like about it is it really kind of gives the uh, pet owner a little jab in the side is uh, it will buzz and give you a little notice that uh, Muffy hasn't moved all day or is only putting in so many steps you might need to take the dog for a walk so it won't be your significant other asking it's going to be your smart watch or your so smart so phone. the watch is going to buzz the buzz is watch yeah and uh pet the pet is anxious and you need so to my, take my, it for a Tegan, walk Tegan hasn't done her 10,000 steps today <laughs> Well, it's a motivation for both owners. I suppose. And no, that's yeah. true. Because how many times have you heard that old cliche? You know yeah. that people need more exercise. So I'm going to get a dog because I'll have to walk the dog. Yeah. And yeah. you know what ends up happening? You get a fat dog because you don't walk the dog, right? <laughs> so you put a Fitbit on it, and it's and now the Fitbit. Oh yeah, yeah. Fitbit. What's Waggit? It's called Waggit. Yeah, yeah. That's the product. All exactly. right. Now, speaking of uh, sitting around all day, uh, there's yeah. something for cats too. You know. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is something more cat, for me. Cat, I, cat owners are going to hate I thought me this that. was, there was a product out there that was actually kind of cute. It was pr- probably in the 70s or something, and it was like a timer. So it didn't really know when there was, you know, anything in the litter box. It was the old version, maybe the 1980s, I don't remember. But, and, and it would literally go with like a, a grate almost and, and grate the litter box and just kind of push all the stuff into a corner. And, and it would do it every 10 minutes or otherwise. This is actually a little more advanced. It's called Pet Safe Scoop Free self-cleaning litter box and by the way I don't do well with litter boxes I don't I I don't do well with this at all because it's just one of those like can't handle it so this product specifically will not only for weeks by the way weeks bill you can get up to three weeks they claim on one cat to have it self-clean. It will add more kitty, kitty litter. It will scrape and clean whatever items are in the kitty litter. Wow. And puts it into a nice disposable little box area and, and be able to actually keep your cat in an environment that is clean. If your cat doesn't use it and hopefully doesn't go in the plants or uses anything else in the house, then it will actually not need to clean or replace. So it's if you're, uh, if you're a traveler or, now this doesn't replace the feeding of the situation, but if you're really uh, someone like myself that it's like, ugh, I hate cleaning litter boxes, then this is the uh, the solution for you. So we got cats and dogs covered. <laughs> yes. uh, and since we're talking about appliances now, I, I, I love these segments of the show when you start talking about stuff that's uh, usable around the house to yeah. to make our lives easier. And uh, we've heard of Bixby, and yes. apparently Bixby is is getting stronger and and more and uh, I guess more usage now than it ever has before. You know, here's here's where I have to compliment Apple. And that is Apple's got their stuff together when it comes to making sure anything Apple-related works very, very seamlessly. And, and, and that goes from Siri. Now, I don't say works properly. I say seamlessly, Bill, because I know you and Siri don't get along well. But uh, it works in a way of, of all elements are combined. Samsung... You know, there's still, there's so many facets to Samsung that it's just, they got phones, they got washing machines, they got dryers, fridges, and, you know, and all this. And they came up with this, you know, this Bixby version of of Google and and Siri, but it really didn't, it, it didn't really quite fit well. And they were still, they're still working up the bugs, right? So now they are actually announcing Bixby is going to be the official smart artificial intelligence option in all Samsung products. So from their televisions to their TV appliances, otherwise. So the new one is now though in the refrigerators, that's the first one rolling out as of today. I'll probably speak about this a little more in detail, but the new fridge are coming out and it will have the Bixby incorporated directly in the fridge. What would you do with a Bixby in a fridge for argument's sake? Well, you'll be able, because we know Walmart and Amazon is going to be coming to your home easily to be able to get you access into the house. Well, this will now allow you to connect directly with your Amazon account using Bixby as your voice recognition to be able to identify what products need to be replaced, what items are going bad, and it's it's the smart fridge on steroids, if I can may uh, use that term, and it it allows you to control, um, you know, your fridge. As one of the features I thought was really, really cool about this is that if you have a Samsung phone or a Samsung uh, device, you will be able to control the fridge from anywhere on the internet. So you'll be able to sit back and go, ah, oh, do I need more milk? You can actually go Bixby, do I need more milk? And it will check the Bixby refrigerator because it's synchronized and say, yes, you actually do. Uh, 
Or it will also let you know when the kids are in the fridge or maybe the husband or wife is kind of doing that late night snacking. Bixby's going to be saying, you were in, you have uh, removed XYZ products. It's, it's actually above and beyond just, uh, hey, uh, do I need more milk? It's actually going to tell you when you opened it, what was missing, who opened it. Okay, because it's going to have a little more. It's got facial recognition. As, as it's happening, is, is it like this, in real time? This, yeah, this is coming out in in real time. Uh, no so, more. So speak- I'm going to get a text at two in the morning. And it's going to say uh, your son's taking the chicken fr- stuff yeah. out of the fridge again. That's right. The chicken has been removed and eat. Yeah, has been removed from the fridge, and it's two thirteen in the morning. Yes, yes. Did you? No, I never touched that. Wasn't, well, really? That's not what my phone says. And That's not what Bixby says. And Bixby took a photo. So here's you, <laughs> here's you half in the bag eating the chicken. <laughs> Interesting stuff. Fascinating stuff. Listen, on a broader sense, I, I wanted to ask you, because uh, I saw the story in the paper earlier yep. this week about what was going on in Toronto, yep. uh, declaring it as a smart city and smart zone. I mean, yep. this is uh, this is futuristic stuff, but uh, it, it's, it's not surprising given what's happened in the last little while. You know, it's not surprising, but there are some caveats to this thing. Okay. So first of all, Toronto has is retrofitting. They, let me backtrack. Last year in the summer, there was an announcement by Alphabet, Google's parent company, that basically said that they were going to offer 10 or sorry 50 million dollars to communities and cities that wanted to really involve uh, evolve into a futuristic environment so and when we say what what is that what is a futuristic environment it's pretty much everything we're kind of doing in hamilton right now so what it does is it's um you know autonomous driving zones it will be uh autonomous ubers autonomous lifts uh self-controlled uh, coffee shops uh managing in completely a smart environment. So Toronto is getting 800 acres retrofitted into a futuristic tech environment. And this is really kind of cool, but it's also very scary. And this is something which I love tech. And I think that goes without saying, I I come on the show with you all the time. This one makes me actually go, I might avoid this area. And here's the catch. This futuristic vision they're going to be identifying in this 800 acres of land in Toronto it's actually keeping monitors of everybody that's going through. So we have facial recognition with Apple, and this has been one of those like, what about your privacy? Well, this environment, this area is 100% being monitored by visuals. Your face is being recorded. You're, and I don't mean like, oh, it's just being recorded over here. No, you're being recorded from the moment you step into the area. From the kiosks and all the, you have Wi-Fi and you're going to have all the amenities you need, but you're going to be monitored every step, everything you do, every coffee you purchase will now track your role when you're moving and interacting in this area. So they're claiming, I, and you know what, I, they also claim that uh, Equifax was going to keep my information secure from my credit rating. How'd that work um, out? Yeah. <laughs> they claim this information will not be used for privacy purposes, but only for analytics, meaning that they'll be able to track how many people are moving uh, down the street or how many people are trying to get into a certain uh, shop or store. So this is extremely interesting that they're taking what the world could be, putting it into a micro area and starting in Toronto, which is right down the road, is quite exciting. But what does that really mean? And is your privacy worth the tech advance? I don't know. Well, and here's the other element to this, as we've talked about on this program many, many times before, is they can say that they will not use that information for, right. for, uh, for any nefarious reason. 
But that doesn't preclude somebody else from hacking into it and doing whatever the heck they want with it. Right. In other words, if I know yeah. that I can find out where Adam's going or find out who... Who's in, in the area, yeah. Pick an area of Toronto. I don't know where... It's going to be down by the waterfront. That's Say right, around yeah. Liberty Village or something, just as an example. Uh, if I want to know what everybody's doing down there and who's doing what, I, I can hack into that if, right. if you have that capability, and clearly people do. <laughs> uh, and who knows what they're going to do? Who knows how, how they could use that information? You know, I like to use as my that's, model. That's banking information. I mean, it's ba- everything. It's banking. It's habits. It's otherwise. My my theory is I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna use my role model when it comes to should I use this tech as uh, Mark Zuckerberg. So if I don't see Mark Zuckerberg in that community, <laughs> I ain't going there either because that man knows he knows the stuff. He tapes his cameras and and I figure. You know what? He knows something I don't. So I'm going to keep an eye on him because uh, I wonder if he's going to be interacting in this environment. But it, it literally tracks everything, Bill. It tracks – it even tracks your, your temperature. It will actually track the human temperature as you're walking by because there's little kiosks everywhere. That's how futuristic this environment will be. Don't know if we're ready for that <laughs> yeah. or if Maybe we ever will too. be. Yeah. All right, talk to me. here. What's, what's this love lamp? Okay, this is cool. I thought, you know what, We're as we get closer, I hate to say this, Christmas is coming, and, and I'm sure many people are, are going, oh, come on. But seriously, I want to throw ideas out as we do these tech talks. This one is really cool. It's a love lamp. So say <clears throat> we, we all travel quite a bit. I travel quite a bit. And, you know, every so often I'll say to Michelle while I'm traveling, just randomly, you know, XOXO, you text just to kind of let them know you're thinking of them. You sure. don't say anything. You just, you know, thinking of you or whatever the default gift is, you know, showing hugs and puppy dogs kisses or whatever they do. And uh, <clears throat> this is a lamp that you would have in your significant other, wherever you are, and it runs off the internet. And every time you touch the lamp, <laughs> every time you touch the lamp, it will then send a signal to the other lamp and just kind of give it a little signal by blinking. A little pulsing. A little pulse. A little, you can set the parameters just so when you're sitting there and you're, you know, your, your loved one, you're not there right there, you haven't heard from them, and all of a sudden the lamp just kind of blinks a little, you know they're thinking of you. It's almost like they're reaching out through LED lights saying, "Who's who loves you, babe? Who loves you? <clears throat> yeah, so this is the love lamp. Yeah. <laughs> I knew a guy years ago, and I'm sure you remember these. I think it was back in the 70s. And he bought this lamp for his place. He was a with single guy when I started getting radio, and it would pulsate to the to the music. to the beat of the music. Yeah, and and it was kind of cool for about the first thirty seconds, <laughs> and then you think I'm going to have a stroke if I keep watching this. I mean, it, it drives you nuts. So if somebody really, really, really yeah, likes yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Can't you got to be careful. Stop thinking of it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or it just puts a pulse. It's going to be right? like a strobe light. I'm going to epileptic <laughs> shock. I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> might be a little over the top, but yeah, can't stop thinking of you. I love in my car. I love my heated seats. Yes. All right. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, if you get bad back, I mean, they're even good even in the summer. I put these things on. You just crank the air up, and it kind of yep. counterbalances it. <laughs> but and and uh, I, I don't know how people can actually drive without them. You know, they're so yeah. fabulous to have. But now we've got heated jackets. Yeah, the smart coat is now available, especially because I I don't know, again, I'm no weatherman, but I keep hearing that it's going to be the coldest winter. I don't, you guys keep saying on CHML, is that the winter's coming and it's going to be the worst. So this is a product that's available. It's a bulky winter coat, but it comes with a few amenities. Number one, uh, we talked about smart clothing in the past of where it uh, regulates your body temperature for workout purposes. This actually has two features. One is that you can set your body warmth uh, expectation on this uh, on your coat so that way you can be able to be a little warmer in those real real high wind situations. You know it gets really cold that minus 40. This should be degree. great for skiers. 
It's going to be great for skiing. You know, you dress for the weather, and, yeah. and, and then you go to the top of the hill, and it's probably 15 degrees colder. It's going to be great for Bay and James Street, downtown Hamilton. Well, yeah. I'm going to tell you, you stand on that corner waiting to get into Jackson Square from the CIBC building. It is nothing but a wind tunnel. I mean, I've been a, I've been to many, uh, many cities, and they say winter peg is crazy. No, I'm telling you, Bay and James and a minus 40 degree temperature sets the minus uh, a cold chill to a whole new level. This I, I have been to downtown Winnipeg. <laughs> it's cold, right? Yeah, at Portage and Maine, as they yeah. say. Right, the yes. coldest intersection in Canada, and, yeah. and I was in Portage and Maine. That yeah. happened to where the bank was when I had to get some money out of the ATM. Uh, and it was the yeah. it was Grey Cup weekend two uh, two years ago, right. and yeah. it is the coldest freaking intersection of the. But you're right, Bay Street is just oh, the same. Man, and I noticed this. Uh, well, we've got Remembrance Day coming up yeah. pretty soon. Uh, when we're down at the Cenotaph at Gore Park, that's a wind tunnel. Oh man! And you don't know that yeah. if you're in a car, clearly. But once you're standing out there, not just walking, but standing, that's right. you feel this. So this yeah. is a great idea. It is, it is really. It's one of those. They're kind of gimmicky when I say them in the past. This one's actually really kind of neat, and, I, and they're stylish. The other bonus to this is that it comes with a very lightweight battery pack, so you'll be able to actually keep your electronic devices charged, and it's wireless, so you don't have to plug it in. So if you've got a wireless charging, Apple, uh, a Samsung watch, or a Samsung uh, phone, and by the way, Huawei and, and, and OnePlus, they're all going to be wireless. This jacket emits, <laughs> I don't know how healthy this is, and I'm no expert when it comes to electronics. It just makes me kind of go, wow. My jacket's emitting this uh, uh, chargeable energy, and if as long as I got the my my phone in my pocket and my watch in the sleeve, it's going to charge the device as I'm walking. Uh, Google Maps. Uh, we were talking about Fitbits <coughs> earlier. Yeah, that's and, right. And uh, the Google Maps. I, well, they, they 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 are encouraging you to walk. They encourage. Let me put it that way. Well, they got a little. They they launched this about maybe a, a month and a half ago. And and one of the things in Google Google Maps is you can actually say, I want to go to point A to point B, and I want to walk. Well, and it will show you with little dots how to get there. It also said, based on the amount of time you're walking, you'll burn this many calories. Not only will you burn approximately, again, everybody burns calories differently, but not only will you burn approximately this many calories, it's equal to these many, many cupcakes. <laughs> but anyway, there was a lot of backlash and a lot of people were upset over the fact that, wait a minute, Google, you're telling me everywhere I'm walking, it's worth a cup, a mini cupcake. So Google's removed the feature and the cute little, the, the cuteness of it all. They'll still tell you how to get from point A to point B easily, but they've removed the calorie count and they've removed how many mini cupcakes. You yeah. Can I, mean, I mean, they'll still say it takes you 5,000 yeah, steps to get there, but that's right. as soon as they showed that emoji, people thought, no, I'm not going to walk at all. I'm going to have a cupcake. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's pretty much so what it is. It was a big deal where a lot of people were actually finding it offensive because they were on a diet or they felt like they were trying to, you know, walk to be healthier. And all they were getting was, geez, this is how many mini cupcakes I can get if I actually walk. So anyway, it didn't go well for Google. They just removed the feature. Uh, a lot more to talk about. We're going to have to hold off on some of that for next week, though, because we're right out of time once again. Have a great week. We'll yeah, see you, you next too, Friday. Bill. Thanks, man. Adam Oldfield and Tech Talk. We do this every Friday at 1135. Brought to you by Hamilton Limousine. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.